Hello to everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. Jewish. It's October 15th, 2020, to be specific. And we got today, lives, we got news, no. we got stories for the Jewish and Andrews, all the spots and entertainment you could wish, where they always entertain the Jewish ish. Do we really have to do that That's every single the day? thing. I just am trying to do it as quickly as possible now. But the title sequence. <laughs> I think we should only do the theme on alternating Tuesdays. Okay. Uh, that, that surprised me how quickly you agreed I'm to very that. agreeable. Anyway, you can hear, about. folks, that we have Athena with us. How are you, Athena? Wait, I Athena gotta play Schwartz. the theme. Hi! Oh, wait, don't say anything. We got that. We got this is Athena, not the title sequence. Oh, I get confused. How are you, Athena? That was some dead air there. Hi, I'm good. Like <laughs> Mike Laird, am I allowed to talk? You told me not to talk. Yeah. Why is he? My co-host is so critical today. Athena no, was telling us how she was. Athena was telling us how she was. And you have to go. And, and, uh, Athena, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing well. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, thank you. (laughs) Give us the update. What is going on? What are the highs? What are the lows? What are the mediocres? What are the greats and the near greats? What's the sunshine? What's the storm? What's the, uh, annoying (laughs) slush on the side of the curb? The what now? The annoying slush on the side of the curb. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's supposed to be fall break this week. Uh-huh. It is not. Instead, it's midterm week. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's a bit of a bummer. I hate uh, Let me think. Not much has been going on. Um, just midterms, to be honest with you. I wrote two essays yesterday. Not really. I finished an essay yesterday. It was of second. Um... I did come up with some fun, some fun seasonal drinks because it is starting to, Ooh. seasons are starting to change. Oh boy. But we can talk about that later. Um, I've been kind of formulating some in the yeah, coffee yeah. shop, trying to think of some fun things. Doing a lot of dishes these days. Um, Athena seems very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear about the fun seasonal drinks. You want to hear? But we got... Seasonal so, drinks? Okay. You've been doing right. a lot of dishes. Are there any other updates on, on, the, on your work in the coffee shop? Any interesting characters? Any interesting characters? Um, well, there's... You know, I have to say there's a girl I work with who's not my favorite, but that's... I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know those people who just... um. Try not to do any work. That's 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 annoying. Um, but there, to be honest with you, not a lot of people have been coming in. Um, I'm gonna say that I I'm gonna get ahead of this before you ask. Um, I I don't think that we have any decaf drip coffee right now. Um, my I suspect 
Then my co-host is shaking his head in despair and I'm, I'm sorry. And disappointment um, and shame. I'm sorry and disappoint. And unhappiness and grief. It's and just, it's sorry. Just, it's just, tragic. It's just what I've come to expect. It's no worse than coffee shops that I've engaged with myself. It's just, it's really just about the disintegration of, of society as we know it. The end of all real... Yeah. Just that. Real pleasure in life. (laughs) I just think that, um, well, normally we would have three things of coffee out, but I don't think we're selling any right now. So right now we just have the one. Oh, I see. So there's a possibility that if things go well in in November and then we, society writes itself, the decaf coffee may return. It may return. So really, it is a sign of the, the times, I so think. I think what we need to do is, is to notify the Biden campaign, because they mm-hmm. should be running on this, right? Well, have, maybe, maybe you start your own little campaigning organization. Decaf called, Drinkers uh, for Biden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Phone bank over a decaf. Yes, exactly. No, I can't, because we can't get it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, look, tell us about your seasonal drinks, then. Not decaf Okay, coffee. okay. Um, this We're is a excited. list I've actually... What was that? We're excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I have been curating a list for a while now, um, even before I started this job at an old one. Um, you can disagree with me on this first one. I won't be mad, but I will stand by it. I disagree um, vehemently. What? Okay. This, this is completely <laughs> wrong. And you're responsible. I'm ready for um, whatever kind of mocha frappuccino grande latte frothed. It double sifted and drifted. Luckily, it's not that. But I do. I I really enjoy a chai latte with um with with chocolate syrup in them. And the reason why is because I think that if you get the right chai, it tastes like chocolate chip pumpkin bread. And I've never had anything that so closely approximates, like a drink that so closely approximate what it's, approximates what it's trying to approximate, but I genuinely think that it does. Um, I'm fond of a dirty chai. I think that works as well. Um, a what? A chai with a, with a shot of espresso in it. Is it, is it called a dirty chai? Well, why don't, why don't you just put the, the pumpkin bread in a, in a blender? And I was gonna that. say, all you gotta do is, you know, stir it up a little. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. It wouldn't have the froth. It wouldn't have the right texture. Um, okay. I, you know, and I like the texture. I like a pumpkin chocolate pumpkin bread. So why destroy it? Um, yeah, because you want to be able to drink it. Well, but like I can drink it by approximating the flavor with chocolate yeah, syrup but why and why approximate it if you can stir it up and drink it? Um, because, because I'm only approximating it because I don't have one. I don't have the real thing. Or because, you know, sometimes you okay, want to so have is, a, a try that tastes like something this else. This is a second-rate substitute in the well, lack no, of it's ads. an adaptation. It's the same way that I have to adapt to the lack of decaf. It's an adaptation. <laughs> the same way moment. I have to adapt to the lack of quality content then. <laughs> so what else you got? What other uh, drinks do you want to um, Okay. So here's one that we used to make at the coffee shop that I used to work at is a turmeric or turmeric. I don't, I'm not going to take a slide on how to pronounce that word and pepper steamer. It might sound gross. Depends on how you feel. 
about both of right the flavors, but I think that they're good together. Surprisingly, it's honey and pepper, just a little bit, and however you want to say the word turmeric or turmeric, I'm not going to say it aside. Like I said, it's very autumnal, and it's just kind of calming sometimes. I like that one. Okay. All right. Um, I like a lav- I like a London fog. A what? With some- oh, so a London fog is is tea made in hot milk with honey and sometimes vanilla syrup and it's very good i like that with a little bit of lavender syrup wow that sounds delicious that could be very comforting it is it's very nice so say that Um, one again that's called a london fog and it's tea made with milk and honey and lavender maybe lavender syrup and what else and and um and sometimes vanilla or vanilla syrup so it's so it's usually a black tea. You could probably get it. You could probably get that decaf. They could make it with any tea. Uh-huh. Um, if you ask for a London Fog, they will, they'll generally know what it is. And it's honey and hot milk, steamed milk, with and the tea is made in the hot milk. And then they sometimes add vanilla syrup. And you can get, I think lavender syrup goes well with a black tea. But you could also ask for any syrup that you want. So just when you say the Hang tea on. is made in the hot milk, do you, how yes. does that work? So, um, so most places, I believe what they just do, what we do is we put the tea in the milk and then we froth it. So, so, so in, no we wa- don't, there's no water involved at any point. That's correct. So the, the tea is steeped in the milk. Wow. That's very interesting. I didn't even know that was a possibility. That's very it's good. It, it's very tasty. Wow. Okay. Well, I may need to froth some milk. You should definitely try it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's always the classic pumpkin spice. Um, I think you can spice up a pumpkin spice. With whipped cream from Starbucks. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to go a little outside your usual domain here. And I don't know whether you'll, you'll be up for this, but just as a kind of preview to the feature that we talked about last time, can you Mm -hmm. think of any footwear that the London Fog would be particularly good with? Any what? Footwear, because Lachuth, who we have on Tuesdays, pairs sodas with footwear. Interesting. I think that a London fog. Them on for a combined no, I know, we're, and this. we're going to do that. But I just want to, you <laughs> know, because okay. okay. we let Lachuth talk about both. Okay. And I just want to open the door to that. Okay. In case, I appreciate that. In case Athena is comfortable. Okay. Well, go ahead, I, Athena. Tell okay. I do have an answer for you. Is I think that it needs to be something warm. I would say probably like like winter boots, but cute winter boots. Cute um, boots. Like like maybe the um, maybe kind of a this might be kind of a basic um, fall aesthetic type thing, but like you need to have thick socks. I think just something that's comfortable, comfortable, warm, and autumnal. Maybe we can do. This is the best. I'm thinking socks. brown socks, shoes, and drinks. Yeah, but I also I I I hear. You know, I thought of pairing this as just a cooperative thing, but I wonder if we should have a shoe and beverage off. Ooh. <laughs> have them compete for compete. who can come up with the best shoe and beverage combinations, mm. right? Because mm. I think, I have to say, no disrespectful of shoes, but I think Athena nailed that on the first try there. And maybe we should have <laughs> thank you. Thucydides and our youth correspondent on in the background to prattle on endlessly about their subjects for some nice background. Well, Thucydides could pair 
could pair golf shoes with beers. Do we support this kind of thing? We have underage listeners. (laughs) Well, I don't know. We could put that in a special uh, password protected. Okay, okay. Podcast. (laughs) Only people above 21 can... (laughs) know that's password well people who sustained a head injury of some kind yes yes all righty well thank you athena that was wonderful that we'll was definitely brilliant. see that's... about having you on with a uh, la sometime yes but for Good. now uh let us know about your reactions to these stories as we as we read them out and uh thank you as always for joining us so athena the first sports story today is about something called the yips have you ever heard of the yips Possibly, maybe. Long-time baseball fans all know of the dreaded phenomenon known as the yips, which is when a ball player suddenly is unable to make even routine throws due to some kind of psychological block. Why do they call it the yips? I don't know, because it makes you go yip when you see it, I think. <laughs> it, it, it only, the thing about it is that the yips only seems to afflict really first-rate ball players, probably because ordinary ball players probably wouldn't be left in the game, in the lineup, long enough to develop patterns of it. Catcher Mackie Sasser may be the most famous example. He, he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher, even. But in the past, it has afflicted second baseman especially badly. It wrecked the career of Chuck Knobloch of the Yankees, who might have been a Hall of Famer otherwise, which matters to us because, as you know, in our house, we have more Chuck Knobloch cards than any other household in the mm. United States. Uh, and and Chuck Knobloch's problem incidentally wrecked the face of the mother of sportscaster Keith Oberman, who got hit in the face by one of Knobloch's iron throws while sitting in the stands. By the time Knobloch had his problems, they were known as the Steve Sachs Syndrome, named for the otherwise great Dodger second baseman of the 1980s, and who had this problem. And yesterday, Steve Sachs expressed sympathy for the Astros' Jose Altuve, hitherto one of the greatest players in the game, but whose throwing problems have been the scourge of his team's American League Championship Series against the Rays. Sachs said yesterday, quote, I can feel for Jose. There's nothing worse in the world. It's the most lonely place to be. It's embarrassing. It's just awful. I hope he can grasp this as soon as possible. Yesterday. I think there are people who think that the whole Jewish issue is a series of yips. You know. We could rename the show the yips. Just yips, yes. I think that's the name of today's episode, is yips. The yips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yesterday we reported on University of Florida football coach Dan Mullins' desire to have 90,000 people in the stands for his team's home game this weekend against LSU. Well, Mullen backtracked yesterday, apologizing and saying, quote, whatever our local health officials came out and say, this is the number of people that we're going to allow at the game right now. That I want to encourage those people to come in. Well, the number is going to be zero, both on and off the field, because with all the positive COVID tests on the team that Mullen was bragging was so safety and protocol conscious, they didn't have enough players to field the minimum stipulated by the league. Dan Mullen, still the reigning COVID college football moron. And we're saying this. And we're Jewish. Is that? And we're Jewish people. Who have an instinct, instinctive fondness and longing for Florida. Right. I mean, you're right. I don't think that means we have a longing for college football morons. I know, but we just we would be sympathetic, you would think. 
Weightlifting was an event in the first modern Olympics in Not 1996. Two. You're way ahead of me. And weightlifting has been part of every summer Olympics since 1920, but its status for the 2024 Olympics is very much in doubt. The International Olympic Committee had warned the International Wrestling Federation that it had to reform its management and stop doping. But yesterday, Interim Federation President Ursula Garza Papandrea said that the Federation's board had removed her from office illegally and appointed First Vice President Interat Yodbangtoi instead. The IOC said it was, quote, very worried about that process. Most importantly, weightlifting seems like an excellent sport or no sport candidate for this coming serendipitous Sunday. And in other news... We had anticipated objections to Wonder Woman star Gal Gadot's playing Cleopatra in a recently announced film, and they've started. The BBC cited a complaint in which a tweet by nonfiction writer Morgan Jenkins, Jerkins, though Jerkins' thread also went through the complications and uncertainties regarding Cleopatra's racial identity. Gadot has been defending herself this week against accusations of tone deafness in her leading off a collective video rendition of Imagine back in March, Early in the pandemic, we featured that on here. Yes, yeah. On, other, on the other hand, she did release a five-minute YouTube video this week in Vanity Fair, on which she teaches some Hebrew slang, including a phrase Jewish listeners will want to know. Oh, it's an ad. Hang on. Uh, this, another eight seconds of this ad. This is the first time I've gotten zapped by YouTube in a while. It's an ad for Sam's. Oh, BTS. Chavlaz is a shortened version to say Chaval al azman, which means waste of time, but in a good way. It's like when something is Chavlaz, Chaval al azman, it's like, it's Chaval al azman. It's like, you won't believe how incredible this thing is. It's you, yeah, Chaval al azman. We would know about waste of time. I don't know what she's talking about it being yeah, a good thing. Yeah, but they're saying, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Well, almost. Connection. Yeah. The cesspool in chief has been using Creedence Clearwater Revival song Fortunate Son at his campaign mob scenes. Creedence lead man John Fogarty commented on this in an interview with CNN. Recently, the president has been using my song Fortunate Son for his political rallies, which I find confounding, to say the least. Uh, I wrote the song back in 1969. Back in those days, we still had a draft. And something I was very upset about was the fact that uh, people of privilege, in other words, rich people, or people that had uh, position, could use that to uh, avoid the draft and not uh, be taken into the military. Um, I found that very upsetting that such a thing could occur. And that's why I wrote Fortunate Son. That's really what the, the whole intent of the song, that was the inspiration for the song. The president, born of privilege, famously avoided serving in Vietnam, receiving five deferments to not have to serve one of which cited bone spur. So technically, based on Fogarty's explanation, Fortunate Son is about someone like President Trump. 
Fogarty even said he could have written the song about today's events. Billboard likes to get clicks on their website by running polls, and one of their current ones asks viewers to vote for their favorite Halloween song. One of the options is Credence's Bad Moon Rising. Which I will play now as soon as I close out of the other thing, which I'm fumbling to do, but I will be on it. I'm sure you will. I never thought of it as a Halloween song before, but I'm happy to think of it as a Halloween song. We should start song. featuring Halloween songs on They have here. a whole How list. How many Halloween songs are there? <laughs> they have a list of about 30, and my partner here will be delighted to know what number one is. Phoebe Bridges no. or Thriller? Thriller. You got oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Phoebe Bridges has a song called Halloween. Oh, that's right. You told me. And yeah. we've, we've been very into her and in this house recently. And we're very fond of uh, Are You Happy Now by Richard Chandel, which is that's not true. on Billboard's list. Well, do, do we know whether Athena had the same experience with Thriller that you did? Because you say a lot of people That's in true. your generation have. Athena, did your mom play Thriller for you when you were young? And did it terrify you? My mother? No. Yeah. We were forced to do the dance in, in elementary school. We were definitely forced to learn it. Really? And I think that terrified me. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So. Close enough. That I works. tell you, the song <laughs> that terrified a whole generation, that traumatized a whole generation. It really is the Halloween really, song. For oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, as you know, it's it's October. And during October, we like to read pieces from the Vermont Country Store magazine. You like to read pieces. Purveyors of the pra- Impractical and Hard to... F- or no, is it Practical and Hard to Find? I don't know. 1946. But folks, today I don't have that magazine with me. I don't know where it is. So to fill up that space that I know I you all it in the would feel so sad to miss, I'm going to read a little excerpt from something else. The only thing I could find on my desk was the Champion 4020 interface. So let me read a little from here. Champion 40 type PR2433. Power requirements 110 one ammo maker. I'm holding the laptop in between the recording device and him, so with luck I'm Special design, two buttons, PN009728000 optional. And that was this, today's episode's. Athena Vermont country store. Athena looked a little frightened there. Her bears have been going hard to find since 1946. Can we end now? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Athena, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks we'll for having me. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> On your favorite podcast. Not our favorite podcast. Probably not your favorite podcast either, so we take that back. Jewish. The podcast version of Thriller for a new generation. Why that?